This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Empire Token. Empire Token is an emerging Binance Smart Chain project preparing to launch an NFT marketplace as the first step towards building a unique blockchain protocol. Dula from the Empire team joined me on the podcast to discuss his project and vision. Welcome to the BSC News Podcast. You're listening to the BSC News Podcast, the leader in decentralized finance on the Binance Smart Chain. Here's your host, Ben Antes. Abdullah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Hello, hello. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Yeah, It's a good late morning. Uh, I'm assuming good evening for you on the other side of the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's an evening for me, yeah. But I was, yeah, for whoever who's going to listen later, the, you know, greetings. Mm-hmm. And so excited to have you on. I'm excited to learn more about Empire Token. Uh, when did your project launch? Thank you, thank you. So we haven't actually launched per se. Okay. We're launching this Friday, 7 p.m. UTC on PancakeSwap. So we had, okay. we had our pre-sale just uh, three days ago. Yeah, the pre-sale started and lasted lasted a good 12 minutes. And yeah, we were just we were just been preparing to for the big launch on, on Friday evening. Okay, that's exciting because this uh, podcast will actually be out the day before. So very well timed, sir. I know we were talking with your team about that. And so before we get more into Empire Token, first, you are, if I'm right, you're the CEO of Empire Token. And <laughs> look, I, I hate the word dev or developer. I hate a lot of, of uh, the word hate is, is, <laughs> is strong, not hate, but I, I disagree with a with couple of words in, in the space. And one of them is dev. And you get people to come and say, who's the dev? And for me, a dev is someone who writes a contract. And literally, contracts can be written in five minutes today. So the word div is 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 something I I don't like. So we we thought you know we're gonna build we're gonna actually register a company and do it. So what's a better um, you know name than CEO? But I don't I don't like I'm not a titles man. I'm not a man who mm-hmm. likes to. But yeah, I'm just anything but div. Just no div. I right, won't call you dev. <laughs> so let's let's get to know you a little bit. Uh, why don't you start with your background in crypto, and then we'll kind of just move into into Empire Token. All right. So um, first of all, my name is Abdullah, but I, I go by the name Dullah. So that's short and easy. I uh, I lived in New Zealand for many years. I'm a New Zealand citizen. So it was easier there for me to call myself Dullah. And all my friends know me by Dullah. So for for the duration of the conversation, well, I'll, you know, I am Dullah. But yeah. Okay. Um, look, I, I started trading crypto around 2017. And it all came by coincidence i saw an ad on i was playing a game online and i saw an ad to one of these very popular options platforms that they were scammers uh, eventually but i checked it out and you know one thing led to the other and um i remember uh seeing i think it was cardano or xrp one of them it was like really really cheap price compared to bitcoin so i thought knowing nothing about the space at the time you know i thought Okay, let's go check this out. So one thing led to the other, and then you know, then Binance was a hot topic. I think just that year or the year after, and then we start learning on. It was all like new to us, and we start learning about how to you know how to you open a Binance account and how how do you trade and things like this and where do you get the info from. So I'm, I'm from that era, you know. I'm not like ancient. I have friends who've been trading crypto for the last 10, 12 years or so, since two thousand and yeah, we have our friend. He's been trading crypto since two thousand and nine or 10 he said um 
yeah, he must be very rich, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so t- t- 2017, I started, 16, 17, no, 17. And um, I kind of took a break um, till about uh, like a year ago. Then I've been on and off, on and off, till about three, four months ago, I was kind of like not very heavily involved with trading and crypto and whatnot, you know. I got uh, I got really busy with with my life. Um, my wife gave birth, and I was you know more of a family man at the time, and you know. But then you know I start hearing about uh, decentralized world more more and more, and um, you know I jumped into the space, and um, yeah, about three four months back. So yeah, I'm relatively new to the DeFi space itself, but as a crypto trader, I've been here for for a good uh, yeah five years now. Okay. And what drove you to want to launch your own project? Uh, <laughs> look, I've, I've been burned one too many times with scams. Um, and scams came in, 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 in different uh, colors and different uh, ways. So you, you start learning how to avoid scams. And then every time you get scammed in a new, different way. Um, eventually, I, I built a network of trusted friends on, on the on the space because I I got so good at um, knowing scams from not scams because I got burned so so much and uh, you know what's the, what they say you can fool me once it's on me you can fool me twice it's on you oh it's the other way around other way around <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Lack of sleep, you know, launching the project and everything, it, it yeah. gets to you. Anyway, uh, you get the idea. So we yeah. we, we, we got him better at, 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 you know, reading contracts and, and evaluating a good project, but you can never be too good, you know. You know, you still, you still have to be careful with, with some of the projects and, you know. So genuinely, I start thinking, hey, I have passion for creating businesses. I've done a few businesses in the past. I have so many ideas that... Uh, I always had, I wanted to do, but was restricted from doing it. And an opportunity represented itself through um, the mechanism of smart contracts and, you know, the, the mechanism, the, the space works where you can actually raise money and, you know, as you go build a project and things like this and the community can help. So that was one aspect. But the majority and the, the honest answer is I've seen, and no offense to anyone in the space, but I genuinely have seen majority I don't want to say majority, I have to, you know, respect to my colleagues, but there is a lot of projects that are run by immatures, literally immatures. They don't know how to do nothing and they come just creating a coin or a, a token out of their bedroom um, and they, they just scam people. So again, with all due respect to these people, not everyone is a scammer and uh, we have big faith in the space. I'm still a big believer in the space, so there are no, no, you know, no office intended. But this is the space, and this is, you know, I, I, I talk to my friends, I talk to to few people in the space, and we're all like, you know, if they can do it, we can do it. If some people can actually do a legit project, it's it's us, it's me, you know, and with 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 the help with the community and the friends we have. So one thing led to another. Um, we want to do something because we believe we can do. We have what it takes to actually build something good. But then we didn't want just another shitcoin. We didn't want another, you know, like just build it for the sake of building it. So this took us around three months to actually come with a good concept. Um, there was a few ideas. Um, every time it gets rejected because of one aspect or another. Then we kind of find the winner 
aspect, which is let's do a project that does it all instead of just going to one, you know, one aspect or another. Let's just do a, a token that actually can can focus on multiple use cases at once. And, you know, you don't need to do them all at once, but you can actually eventually get to that. So with that thinking, we start thinking, okay, that can work. What, what's a good name that you can scale up? Because you cannot just call, you know, a token something that's related to like one use case and then out of a sudden you're doing something else and then it's all con- confusing and whatnot. So yeah, a little brainstorming, a little uh, thinking here and there. We got with the idea of, of Empire uh, as a token um, because we said we're going to build an empire. And um, we, I always said, but we're not communicating this. My team doesn't like the, the approach, but I always said, we're not going to the moon, so please don't ask us when is Lambo. Um, we we wanted to stay on planet Earth. We we I personally hate the whole concept of to the moon, mooning, and things like this. So we said we're gonna stay in the world, and to do that, we wanted to have again coming from a, a marketing background. I wanted to have that that you know marketing theme. So we thought we're gonna do um, like themed missions to represent our journey to our token. And we thought, okay, what what can we do? We thought of different scenarios, and the best one was we came up with for now is to climb the Empire State Building, as it has 102 floors, and each floor can represent a milestone on the roadmap. But then we were, you know, there was some legit concerns whether this is confusing. Is it about Empire State or is it Empire Token? You know, so we're trying to communicate like the Empire State Building is just a mission theme to represent the roadmap and the height of it. Again, a marketing stunt because it's 443 um, floors, uh, 443 meters. So we thought with that, we can aim for our uh, market cap to be $443 million. Hmm. Again, a marketing thing, you, you, you need to drive towards a goal. And, you know, it all at the end of the day came together nicely. You know, a name that's scalable can be put into a theme. We can use a really nice roadmap um, to drive the you know, the, the roadmap and to have people excited. So yeah, that, that uh, again, one thing led to the, to the other, but the majority of it, and the honest answer is just to clarify this. We thought if everyone is doing it and can do it, we can do hundred times better. Again, we're not saying we're hundred times better than everyone. We accept and acknowledge that there are probably players in the market bigger than us and better than us. And we have, nothing but respect and love food to them. So we're not mad mouthing anyone or we're not we're not trying to say here we're we're like the almighty and they're nothing. You know, I don't want this to be misunderstood. It's just mm-hmm. that we we genuinely believe we can do great to some of the projects and there are too many that they didn't do good for one reason or the other. And then so starting looking at your roadmap, you're you started with the private sale, which that's already been done. You're about to go uh, public on pancake swap and you're launching with an nft marketplace i would ask you know what's your nft marketplace going to be like and what what do you vision your nft marketplace maybe turning into over time because you know and i really respect your approach of saying you know we're not going to promise the world and we're going to take this step by step and i think um you know as for me as an investor other investors it's actually kind of refreshing to hear right it's not Here's 75,000 different things we're going to do. We're going to do it all at once. And good luck to everybody. Instead, it's let's take this step by step and let's be methodical, right? And I like that. And so starting with your NFT marketplace, that seems like the launching point. Uh, and why don't we got to get into those details? 
Yeah, well, thanks for clarifying that that point. We're we're not promising the world. We are eventually promising the world. Things go right, so we are promising to put the work towards that goal, and we're fully responsible for that. If we are growing nicely and we have what we need to grow, and we're not doing our job, then hundred percent we will be responsible for for not delivering. But we're not we're not communicating. We're making it clear. That's why actually my white paper is not on the website yet because I'm, we're trying to get it before the launch on 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 Friday. And my struggle personally, I've been working on this for a while, is just to make it abundantly clear that we, based on how much we grow, um, we're going to be doing things in, in, in different phases. So different use cases is for different, you know, that's the vision, we're scalable, we're going to talk about it, I guess, later, but um, that's something for later. For today, and just to clarify and to make it clear for everyone, we're saying our use first use case is the NFT marketplace with, you can license and for, uh, license the NFTs for commercial use. But again, to make it clear, this is nothing's going to be ready tomorrow. So this is something we're communicating probably is going to take three months, I think, you know, three to six months to be fully ready. But what we will do is after the launch, we're going to focus on the launch now. And then we'll come back in two, three weeks time and show some mockups and how we're going to see the look and feel of it and go actually build the platform because the platform comes with, with a lot of challenges, not just, you know, not just building the platform itself because you need there is like legal aspect to it because of you know our licensing uh, part and there is the marketing aspect because you need to market to those who are going to use the nft like trade nfts or license them but you need people to actually come and subscribe to the licensing because you cannot just launch one part without the other so that might take a bit of work and then you know we're going to communicate the roadmap nicely for that our roadmap on the website is not the best today as well i'm going to have to acknowledge that because we are still in in the early stages of coming back and saying, you know what, these are dates we're comfortable of saying we're gonna we're gonna comfortably um like uh, deliver things according to, because we just don't know how much we're gonna we're gonna grow and there are different values. But I, sorry to jump the the, the gun here. But I'm I'm sure we're gonna discuss these things later. Just to answer your question regarding the, the NFT marketplace, we. We wanted to start with NFT marketplace because it's the hot topic in the space. Everyone's talking NFTs and we thought, you know what? Okay, let's do NFTs. NFTs is a cool topic. It's here to stay. It's the future. We believe in it. We believe that um, in the near future, when you go buy designer clothes, for example, the, the authenticity of the designer clothes will be represented by NFTs. So, you know, we, we, we believe in that um, when... Um, I've seen people uh, buying walls in buildings, like literally you, you own a, a wall through an NFT. So the, the, the space is going crazy towards NFTs. Not sure if it's a bubble or not in terms of how it is today, but NFTs is here to stay. It's like the concept itself is here to stay. So we like that. We like concepts that kind of stay, but we want it to be a bit different. So for us to be different, we did the research on how to be different. And I, I come from a telecom background. I've been working in a telecom in a telecom telecommunications company, one of the biggest in the world, actually, um, for the last uh, five six years or so. So that that you know that teacher teaches us or teaches taught me a few things. Um, one of the things that's related to the NFT because I, I work in in a we call it a marketing department, so marketing marketing communications. Our job is to communicate the marketing plans plans to the public. You know. To the public and one of one way to to do that is by um, working with media agencies so media agencies what they do is they work with different concepts they're represented to the client 
and the client will choose one and then they have to go shoot or license um you know uh the artwork for that and then legally they have the rights for these for these the whole content or part of the content uh, even like digital banners um print banners things like this you have to have the rights for it and if in a case of dispute you can produce a legal document or you know a way to say but we have the right for this so if you look at the corporate world there is billions of dollars literally billions of dollars are spent on into um licensing uh, artwork and this can be in different you know it can be music it can be videos images things like that so we thought okay we can use the nft marketplace for trading you know you can buy and sell and all of that but to give you the functionality or the ability to make money by licensing for commercial use so that is only possible and we acknowledge that and that's to my earlier point that's only possible when you have these um agencies or these clients or these big, big corporations on board or some sort of integrations or partnerships with the big players who do uh, licensing so we're not clear on that yet i can talk about the team wallet later and what i have imagined what i have plans for the team wallet it covers that that this part about the talents and where we see ourselves partnering with but the point is for the nft marketplace we wanted it to be um we've seen another projects talking about um making money of taking a picture from your phone and things like this but they did not make it clear and we've seen them doing very good and good for them you know that's great but we took sort of um ideas from the space like that but we wanted to to build in it we wanted to do better look this is an open space there is the smart contract anyone can build on anything anyone can take ideas so we're we're happy with that if anyone wants to work with us or take our ideas we're we anyone go take it so that, you know that's fine we we're hoping that we start a trend so today if we think of the nft as a as a a way of saying okay i own this because technically it is if you if you have an nft for ownership of a wall you don't actually have the wall in your pocket you know you actually have that um piece of code that you know lives on the on the blockchain that says i own this you know so if that can happen there we can do the same of saying okay this picture or this music uh, piece is owned by me and therefore i can license it to you now the problem and the challenge comes from nft can live in different chains and different blockchains so how how are we going to stop you know random people from coming and stealing something from say google or any search engine and putting it and claiming it to be theirs and things like this so that's why we need to to work on the on the legal part you know on the legal part so the legal part not going to be there for for just um, buying and selling you know you're going to have the, the minimal of you know your terms and conditions and the acknowledge and things like this but when you do a license we probably have to do kyc and we need to do you know that part but the kyc wouldn't be public to the public you know not everyone going to know who you are and things like this but as of us as a platform we have we have to know who who are we licensing on behalf you know so it's a lot of work um i, I didn't want to go into it into details but one thing led to, to another and i'm glad i got some things out of my chest it's there's much more to talk about this i realize but the concept and the the message i want to get across is that it's not something we're going to be doing in the next two weeks so we will not we need to make it clear and i hope all of our community members will be hearing this tomorrow and the day of the launch um 
to understand the timelines and it's not something that we can just flip a switch tomorrow and say, okay, here's the design, here's the, here's the NFT marketplace. So yeah, I, I hope that answers your question. It does. And you know, with the, with the whole NFT space, I've spent, and I, and I'm, and I'm learning more and more about it. And, you know, and initially I'm like, well, why does this really have value? Right. Like, yeah, you can take a picture or just digital art. And I get that from a, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder concept. Anything can have value. Someone will pay you for it. And I think what, what you guys are working to introduce is that real use case for NFTs that now it's all of a sudden uh, you're commercializing it. Right. And giving that next layer of value of if, for example, if BSC News wanted to um, start licensing artwork from someone we really like and incorporated in our articles or on our website, uh, we would just come to you to your to your platform and we could just do that. And and so now it's like the it's all clicking for me, right? In this NFT space of so it's, um, it's, the, it's the legal aspect as well. So you have that legal aspect. So you know because anyone can literally copy and put because there is no mechanism today to to compare. The actual image, the actual image can live in two, you know, in the blockchain as two two different uh, NFTs, and there is no. But the general concept of NFTs, and if you go search about NFTs, it's all this like cool design of like cards and things like this, and people think that's what NFT is. It is, but it, it NFT itself is the ownership of that. And look, I am not an expert on NFTs. I don't claim to be an expert on NFTs, and I might misunderstand some parts. I might not when it comes to the whole general concept of the space, but I don't need to be an expert on NFTs. I don't need to be an expert of the whole NFT space. I need to be an expert of how to run a, a business to 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 reach what we want to reach, and that I think we're we're good we're good at. But um, again, not to piss anyone off, and and we are you know living in the same space. What the other projects are doing in terms of NFT is very nice and great, and they're building uh, and building up. And we're respecting it. And we happily can partnership with all these projects and have value to them as much as they will have value to us. It just we wanted to stand out in terms of doing the work um, for the for the licensing part, right? Um, the licensing part can be as small or as huge as it gets. We can see ourselves getting famous football players licensing their their images or you know things like this, or, or we might not. We might just see the indie musicians or, or photographers taking a picture and, and doing it. But the question I always ask myself is, who would pay top dollars for someone just taking a photo, an average photo from their phone when they're walking you know, back from lunch to their house and they stop by the lake and they take a photo? That's what NFTs is usually ad advertised you know, for, like you can make money out of photos you take from your phone. Yes, you can, but how many photos can someone take for it to be, you know, to be sold and how many going to use it and things like this. So I think um, there is a lot of use for NFTs, NFTs cards and collections and things like this. People are covering that and that's amazing. Um, but I, I think we have an itch here. We have something that hasn't been done before, not to my knowledge anyway. Um, and I, I genuinely believe um, this is something going set to set a trend here. Mm -hmm. So we hope instead of, of competing with others, maybe we can work together with others. And yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the way I'm hearing you talk about this project in general with, you know, you're talking about the legal kind of hurdles you're going to need to jump, which um, 
I would say for anyone that actually cares about the legal side, that's a very common problem because you could talk to an attorney and they're going to kind of be like, I don't really know. Right. Cause they're, it's, it's a new space. There's not a ton of regulatory framework there. Um, but something that I've been thinking during this conversation is, and this is, I think important to add on to your point is when you invest in a cryptocurrency, you're investing in a team and you're investing in the future development that that team can do. Um, I think that's, so like when I'm looking, that's what I'm really caring about is how engaged is this team? A, or are they public? That's another big part of it. You know, and then you have to wonder too, what's, well, is, is what they're doing going to be legal in six months or a year or in two years? So I think the fact that you are taking it slowly and you're doing your research and your homework and, and spending your time on those aspects is, is a huge value add for investors in this project. So it kind of brings me into, I think, a point that um, I kind of want to close with and, and a question I kind of want to close with, which is this seems to be a, a common theme in like your philosophy almost, right? And I think what I could see is the growth of your project is almost driven by that philosophy in a sense. Um, I want to see if I could get you to kind of expand on that and then also wrap in, uh, you were talking about your team wallet and you have plans for that. So I kind of want to think about, you know, because you don't have this white paper promising delivered items, right? What's the philosophy we could expect you to follow? And that's going to keep kind of pushing you guys forward. And I think you may have touched on it a little bit already, but I kind of just wanted to flush it out a little bit. Look, doxing myself is... um... A decision I took a while ago, I always took videos in the space and I always was as transparent as it gets. But there's a difference when you are in the front seat where you are driving the bus to where you are in the back seat, you know. So it comes with a lot of responsibilities and it's shit scary because the space is not is not regulated yet and you don't know what's, what's going to be next. So when it comes to legal aspects, we're trying to be as cautious as possible, you know. So that's why we, we're very careful of what we're saying and what we're writing not just for, for, for that, but also we don't want to fail people. I, I genuinely, and I, I, I've been told this is a Sagittarius thing, so I don't know. I don't believe in these things. <laughs> but I, genuinely, I genuinely care about, about people a lot. I, I, I know a lot of the space who got burned. I lost a lot of money, um, and I feel bad for them. So the last thing I want to do or situation be at is to be personally involved in any way or another of of people losing money or houses or their lives because of something I could have done better. It's not my problem, and I can sleep much better at night knowing if someone did a bad mistake by, say, panic selling and things like this. So that's one thing. But if someone sells or loses money because I failed to deliver or I just took the money and left and things like that, um, it's it's something really scares the hell out of us. We're doing mm-hmm. things by book. We, we look at the wallets. We, I doxed myself. My team is not doxed, and I'll talk about them in a minute. Um, and anyone ask, here's my LinkedIn. And even though I still have my job, I'm holiday now. Hopefully, things will go right, and I will be able to, you know, just move mm-hmm. in from that. But it does with the privacy, you know, um, issues that might be breached later. But right now, we're trying to build the trust. Like what you get is what what you see is what you get, and we're we're really trying to build the people trust. And I feel, and if you jump into our community, you feel that love and trust between between the team members and the community. Now about my team, none of them is doxxed right now. Um, few of them are happy to dox themselves soon should things go right, because likewise they do have their jobs, um, and they don't want to jeopardize 
um, their day jobs with, you know, with being public and things. If things go like, you know, blow up and we become the next big thing, hopefully. <laughs> um, tax purposes and another. Um, and I have I have something for my American friends I want to talk about for the tax at the end, but remind me, please. Okay. But um, tax tax purposes and other and things like this. So I said, look, it's I don't expect you today to dox yourself to the public. We're still in the early stage. But two, three months from now, and we're getting much bigger, and we are above that hundred to hundred million dollars market cap, if not more, you know. If, but you know, in order to be in the team, because the team is is paid, and we're going to register ourselves as a company, and sign contracts. So we're going to do things by the book. For me, it's good enough for me to be docs today, but later on to be on my team and to be paid well, and you they will be paid well because I'm all about building the trust and you know having them you know committed and all of that. You need to be docs. Now, with different positions comes with different personal uh, responsibilities. So these things are going to be put into perspective. But honestly, for some reason, people are not very comfortable doxing themselves in the space, you know. So which is fine. I have full control of, of the wallet and of everything. So no one has access to anything today. Um, so that's fine for me, for the team not to be as involved in, uh, as doxed. But that should change should we grow. Um, now, in terms of how many team members, I don't know if I, I touched on that. Mm-hmm. I have myself and um, four other team members. These are full-time core team members. They are um, been in the space for years. For example, we have uh, Tim who leads in the marketing. He knows literally everyone in the market when it comes to marketing. Um, I am a marketing man myself, as I said, but uh, when it comes to crypto marketing, he's, he's the man. He knows how to, to get things done and how to book the right things. Hey, he, he reached out to you guys the first, and that's brilliant. He's, he's the kind of marketing uh, guy I want in my team, someone who actually goes to the legit... To the legit um, I wouldn't call it... Mar- it's not marketing from... It's, okay. So the word marketing itself is not chilling, is not podcast, not the word marketing has come with the message thing like this. But I just I don't want to contradict myself to what I was saying earlier. But Tim knows the space, he knows the right people, he knows yourself, mm-hmm. and um, you know he knows he knows a lot of people, and uh, this is the connections that we need into growing into the right place because I don't want to grow just based on how many people message me on Telegram offering me to shill or to send me up votes and things like this. We have our marketing plan ready for that. Actually, if you allow me just to go a step back and touch on our uh, private sale. So the private sale was 100 BMBs that was mainly raised by friends of mine and of the team that are private investors one BNB each, and this one BNB means nothing to them. They did it as a favor, and for them to jump and you know invest later and things like this. They don't know the crypto space. They don't know the DeFi space. They don't know what MetaMask is. <laughs> Majority of them, they gave me actually US dollars and said, okay, here's the money. And I actually went and bought the BNBs on their behalf. I opened their MetaMasks, I transferred the money, and they don't even have BNBs for the transaction in the wallet. So people come and say, what if they sell? What if they sell? I said, look, um, they're not going to sell. Go check the wallet. They don't even have BNB for the for the transaction. But we needed this money to go and book a few marketing activities we needed for the launch. So we did not start marketing till today. The last two, three, four days, three days, we did not do any marketing. The first day, we had 350 members only on Telegram with zero marketing. And our soft cap for the pre-sale was 500 BNB and hard cap was 800 BNBs. And we had a lot of people coming and asking, oh, are you crazy? Are you stupid? Do get over yourself? And I kept saying, look, 
we have connections in the market. We have people on WhatsApp. We have people on Reddit. We have people on on um, Discord. We have people like um, following us and uh, and as 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 people, and they know what what we're up to. So they don't need to be on Telegram group for them to jump into into the pre-sale. So anyways, they didn't believe, but I think we got sold out in 12 minutes and everyone now is a believer and they know what we are up to. So since then, we did not market. We did just yesterday a Twitter competition for like $500 and it got us some people on board and things like this. Um, and now we have all of these things booked nicely. We have a few things this week, next week, and things like this, interviews, live interviews, videos. Uh, we have a live panel we're going to do to talk about the strategy, presentation, talk about the market size and how much we can capture from it and things like this, something that's never been done before in this space. Uh, we're going to do live uh, Twitch and YouTube videos where we can answer the community's questions, things like that. So that's where, we, that's where, we, um, that's where we're headed. Um, now I, I'm getting a bit lost. So I, I talked about the, the, pre, the private sale. And yep. the, what was the, the other part? Sorry, can you... And, and so let's talk also about the, uh, the team wallet. You, the growth, you asked me to bring uh, that up as well before we end it. The growth and the team wallet. So yes. one thing I wanted to make very clear that the name Empire coming from the fact that we wanted to, to build an empire, meaning we can have multiple use cases and we can grow it nicely to, to be an empire of, of use cases. But that comes with the fact that we need to grow and we need to use our economics money and our wallets that are dedicated for R&D team and you know things like that. So we're only promising to put the work right now for this stage. Things go right, we're gonna go and deliver on the NFT marketplace itself. Things going right, we're gonna go work on the licensing and on the marketing of that part. And when that's dusted and maybe you know in parallel at some point, we can start looking at the different use cases. One of them being, um, again, coming from a telco background, we do telco career billings. So I wanna do um, direct billing uh, contracts with 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 like uh, businesses that exist that only accept uh, fiat money. So I want to be, I want to fill that gap in between crypto and real world applications where I come in the between, I sign a contract with them on a direct billing uh, model where we give them like a check, you know, or money or a guarantee that we're going to be paying you by the end of the week or the month, whatever. Again, all of the legal stuff involved and things like that. But for my, for our friends, you know, our our investors and things like uh, our people involved in the community, they will pay us on our tokens. We take the token, we deal with transferring the token into Fiat and paying the bill on their behalf. So today, if we are integrated with the hotel booking uh, application, for example, you come, you choose your you know you choose your room, everything you do the booking, and you pay us an Empire token. You get your booking, everything is there. And we go settle the bill with the um, with the institution in, in that in this case. This comes with some challenges as well. We don't want people to ask a lot of questions. What if it's refunded, not refunded? How are you gonna refund me? What if the price today is this one? Mm-hmm. All sort of all is all is gonna come in nicely. Don't worry about it. We we're not just talking out of just, you know, we know the challenges and we know what we're gonna do. And I hope this gives the assurance for people, the reassurance that we know what we're talking about. Um so with that, with the growth we're thinking. With the team wallet, today the team wallet is actually locked for a year with vistings of 50 times. So I think 50 weeks. Um, and genuinely, all the team members are told you're not going to receive anything just yet. You're going to receive your money from that economics. There is a 1% for that. goes half of it to the team. The other half goes to the research and development. And this is to keep because they are professionals and they are to be paid to work full time and things like this. 
The 7%, the vision I have today for it, is not to be cashed to any of us right now, anytime soon, because I want to use it to, to get professionals on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, by professionals on board, I mean depends on the business model we're going we're gonna to adapt. And depending, depending on the use case we're going to do, we're going to have to get professionals to come on board from that space. So even for the case NFT and uh, licensing your NFTs, we will try to poach one of the top names in in the space in, in one of the top players in the you know in the licensing part. Um, when it comes to say we want to do integration and uh, direct billing with um, you know some of the biggest names, we can go and poach one 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 or two talents from there that come and handle the whole thing. So this is what the team wallet is for. It's locked. It's vesting. We're going to vest it again. We're not going to use it. We're going to build the trust with the team, with the community by seeing that these things are vested. Um, the marketing money is also vested. Uh, vesting, sorry. The whole the word vesting is new to me, you know. I, I am a New Zealand citizen. I, I love New Zealand. I lived there for many years, but English is still my second language. Okay. So vesting is still a, a word that I just learned. But I know what it means. So yeah, we're vesting. Okay. <laughs> we're visiting for a year 50 times and the other uh, team uh, the other wallets there is uh, manual burns uh, there are uh, R&D wallets and there is um, what's the third one yeah I think the marketing wallet I know it's the, the details because we changed it a couple of times they are on the on, on the on our website and on our telegram uh, channel but they are locked till I think 16th of July so till then we will uh, we will come see how much we're going to use from it and look it again. There is one thing talking about looking. There is one thing regarding the um, renouncing f- of ownership or not, and you know the LBN thing. One thing is that our DX sale we use eighty percent for the, which is six hundred forty PMBs for liquidity, and that's locked till September, twenty twenty one. Honestly speaking, I wanted to do it twenty twenty two, but I changed a couple of things. I refreshed and. It, 2021. So from my understanding, I've been told I cannot change it to forward date. So I thought when that happens, we can change it. But I've been told yesterday from a community member that you can extend the lock, you can just not bring it forward. So we told the, the, the team, if that's the case, happy to the same day extend it by year. So our, our liquidity is nothing to be touched today. However, we're not going to be renouncing our uh, ownership. Okay. We budget project You've never expect. Look, I, I am sick of, of these people sharing messages. 50% burned, uh, renounced uh, ownership, things like this. This is when you know a project is bullshit. There is just so many ways, with all due respect for the non-bullshit project <laughs> they use. But today, this is this is a scam words. 50%, uh, we're not burning, by the way. That's why I'm saying 50%. Uh, burned, that means the team audit of 3% is effectively 6%, but they don't want to say that. So we're not doing that. The only burn we're doing is we have 10% manual burn. We're going to be doing it as we go. But mm-hmm. part of our taxonomy and part of our whole uh, ecosystem, we, we're not going to be burning. One idea, and again, I'm not jumping the gun. I'm just trying to invite you all to this little mind of mine of what I'm thinking and how I'm, I'm seeing things happening. The only burn I see happening if, say, in the future, we adapt a business model that we're going to struggle to see the money stream coming to Empire as holders. For example, today I go and start a business that generates a million dollars a year. 
but that's not going to be related technically to the token because people cannot really use the token. And you're going to say, wait a minute, how is this related to your project? We might find ourselves in the future involved in such a thing. And one, one idea I have in mind is say we generate $1 million today in a business that we own as Empire. I literally can take that $1 million, come buy tokens on top and burn them. So this way, everyone gets the money and we increase the price. So that's the only burn you will see happening if there is a burn, except for that 10% uh, manual burns that we're going to nicely burn as we. Um, I don't want to share too much. I don't. There's a lot of ideas that I believe is going to be revolutionary for the space. Um, and we believe that we're going to be added uh, something to this beautiful space, um, which is very needed. There's a lot of, of bad things happening. But that's on us, that's on the people, the space itself and the smart contract. And actually, I didn't cover this part. It's just the reason we, we started this way. I genuinely love the fact that we are on Binance, even though a lot of people are talking about Ethereum, Cardano, things like this. Binance today is widely accepted. There's um, a huge community, and I believe it's going to grow a lot. The smart contract gives us the functionality of the tax. So we can we have two percent for marketing. We're all about marketing. We're gonna always be marketing. We're gonna we're gonna market the hell out of Empire. So we have the marketing wallet and we have the tax money two percent for marketing. We have half a percent daily uh, from that economics daily half percent tax to be used for promotions, whether it is airdrops or just redistribution or lucky winners or we have a competition. We have different ways of doing it, but that's a huge. If today my um, if today our volume daily trading volume is one million dollar, that's fifty thousand dollars give away. The space mm-hmm. is going crazy. Five hundred dollars. So imagine fifty thousand. So that's something we're gonna we're gonna use crazy for the marketing. But overall, these two economics are giving us the the tools we need to grow. And mm-hmm. I, I love the fact that we're using smart contracts. I love the fact that we have liquidity because the way we're growing. Those who understand the concept of the whole um, DeFi world and what liquidity means will understand um, why this space is actually brilliant. But those who just um, in it for the two, three, four, five X, you know, always they're gonna never understand what we're talking about. And they always think that we, we're much better off if we did it as an ICO and build it as a blockchain. Let me say one, one, one thing at a time. Today we're doing it this way. We might see us in the future bridging to other blockchains or seeing us on exchanges or eventually see us, um, what's the word, growing up from a token to a coin, you know, finally graduating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, look, there are top, top 20 token in the top 20 market caps. There are giant tokens in, in the Binance uh, smart chain today that already made it to the top 20 or 10, even, you know. So there is, there is, there is no need to talk about um, what different ways of doing things could have done because there are probably infinite ways of doing um, the project. But that's the beauty of the decentralized world. Decentralized because it gives you the tools and the, the thinking to do it whatever you want it. You can choose to do the tax as 10% or 5% or 1%. And you need to justify why you're doing it or not. This is the, this, the space. So we're using the, the the money basically to to grow the liquidity, to have uh, half a percent for um, promotions daily. We have the team wallet and the 
to pay salaries, basically, and R and D. So we're gonna have to always, you know, uh, work on development of the platform. So overall, this ties up to the conversation and what I was talking about earlier. This will give us the chance to grow to where we want to grow to in terms of market cap and use case use use cases and things like this. But also comes with challenges throughout the way on how much tax we can sell. And I wanted to assure all our uh, holders, future holders, that we're not going to just come and sell, even though our economics say we have 1% daily for marketing. If we are dipping, the last thing I want to do is come sell during the dip. And this is something, one of the things we want to communicate in our white paper, we want to make it clear to reassure our holders and our future uh, investors that we have that. Another thing, and uh, sorry, jumping the topics one thing to the other, just one thing leads to the other. We're always having a trick up our sleeves. We're always thinking two, three um, steps ahead. So when we do talk and market, we have we show the new investor a reason to buy today because they know that there's going to be another layer of buyers on top, another two layers on top. And we're going to build it in a, in a, in a permit uh, format, you know, like a... You know, you always think that's going to be a layer on top, layer on top, layer on top. So you always think today, okay, we're here. They're going to develop this in the next week or two. That means it's a good time to invest. And that is why the gradual growth is very important. The last thing you want to do is to have 100,000 users trying to buy the token at once. You're going to end up having 10,000 of them or 2,000 of them buying. And uh, the remaining 98% looking and say, oh, shit, I missed it. Mm -hmm. If you keep it, if you're going to be building it up, you're going to always have and come. People say, okay, there's a good entry still. There's a good entry. There's a good entry. So I believe after listening to this um, and, you know, from people's perspective, I think they should feel what is we all about and what is the vision we want to have. The message I want to communicate to them, if for any, any reason you still doubt or have any doubts, or not clear on anything, please reach out to us. Reach out to us in the group. Reach out to me personally on DM. Join us in the live videos we're going to be doing soon, chat. I urge everyone, literally everyone, not to invest a single dollar before uh, getting all the facts. And I urge, and not the financial advice, but I urge everyone to take profit at some point. But do not blame me later when we do that 100 or 1,000 X, like, oh, shit, I sold too early. The reason I'm saying this, yes, it's part of, it's up and down, and you need you need to take profits. But please be considerate. If you love the project, when you take the, the profits. As we were just saying, we're going to take the economics, and we're going to sell from the economics to, to, to grow the project. We're going to be considerate to how we're, and when we're going to be selling. In return, we're only asking you, please, at least for the early stages, is to be considerate on how, and when you sell, do not dump on us because we cannot grow. We literally cannot grow if you want to start dumping. Because if you dump, that blocks us from selling our um, economics money, our marketing money, and things like this. And then we're going to be stuck with a lot of hype and no money to go build what we need to build. You know? So I think this is fair to ask. I know not many people in the market probably doing this, not many people as transparent as this is. Um, but this is what we always talk about. We, we really urge people to be considerate to the growth of the project. And we're not against selling. You will never hear me saying, please don't sell. No, do sell. Take some profits when the time, when the time is enough for you. What $10,000 for you is not the same as for someone else. Some people talk about $2,000 as it is a shitload of money. 
and it could be six months of rent and someone's $2,000 is the price of a t-shirt. You know, so everyone is a different situation. Do not look at others um, and do like them. Learn from them, but act according to your situation. If you invest $1,000 and you already have $10,000 and that $10,000 can cover your rent for a year, sell, not all, sell half. If you believe in the project, great, come talk to us and we will deliver, we will deliver. But I don't want this mentality of us trying to sell dreams to people and come later say, oh shit, because I've been in that shoes, man. I've been in shoes where I wish I sold too early when I had the money at 100x. And I also I also was an investor in one of three, actually, of the very, very popular projects that I sold too short and I could have made a ton of money. So there is no telling when can you sell or not. It just, my honest opinion is, and what I'm trying to say, again, not a financial advice, when to sell and buy. My message here is when you do sell, please be considerate to the amount you're selling at the time because it will harm the growth of the project. I hope that's good. I put it nicely. Or no, that's good. And uh, you know, and I really appreciate everything you're saying. And Dula, let's um, let's wrap up this podcast here. But let's definitely stay in touch. Um, and as you guys develop, let's keep in touch. Let's have you back on. And I appreciate your time today. Really appreciate your time. You're the man. Um, thank you very much, and God bless.